Yo, Saf, back again. Talking play blurry cast. Appreciate you for tuning in for another episode. <laughs> you read the title, then you know this is the review for True Story um on Netflix. It's like a limited Netflix original series starring Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Um, Lauren London is in it um, briefly. Who else? Tawny Newson, William Carlett, Paul Adelstein, or is it Stein? Paul Adelstein or Steen, whichever way. Um, those people <laughs> are in the movie along with some other folks. Spoiler alert, you know what I'm saying? Because I do know this series is still technically pretty new. I think it's been out maybe going on two weeks now. Either way, I sat down. I watched all seven episodes. Um, I have thoughts. So I'm going to play my intro music or theme music, whatever. <laughs> and we'll jump into my review for a true story, a Netflix original limited series starring Kevin Hart. All right, so I hit y'all with the spoiler alerts already. Like I said, this limited series is still pretty fresh and new um, on the Netflix platform. So I know probably a lot of people ain't watched it. If you've made it this fucking far <laughs> and you have not, you know, pause the podcast so you can come back and listen to it later. Then everything I'm about to say next is your fault. <laughs> it's on you because I gave you the warning. I told you what we about to talk about your business. So <laughs> I'm going to start this shit off by saying I fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that C was behind this bullshit and that <laughs> that pissed me off because how you going to do that to your brother, man? Your brother? Come on, nigga. Your brother? After all the money this man that just gave you, the opportunities he just giving you, you feel like extortion is what? I guess the final money grab because you you know you just know after you get this money the restaurant gonna be so successful that you don't even gotta <laughs> worry about asking him for any more money. I don't get the motive behind that. Now I did hear you know what I'm saying people who watched the shit from jump they was oh yes yeah, predictable it's predictable it's predictable it was it was very predictable if I'm being honest about it but just because it was predictable does not mean that it was a bad watch like in the very first episode <laughs> like once all the shit got to rolling I knew from jump matter of fact I knew when <laughs> I knew when Kevin and Ty had their little one-on-one -on -one and Ty was telling him like, yo, you need to cut your brother every time, you know, he come around asking for money or whatever. He find a way to drag you down some way. You need to get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? You about to be a billion dollar man. Like your comedy uh, tours are doing extremely well. You have been in this superhero movie, the people asking you for a part two and shit like, you need to not let your brother fuck you over because you're about to be in a position to where you will be worth a billion dollars 
for your craft, for your entertainment. And I knew right then, okay, so the brother about to come in and fuck things up. Like, it's, you know, <laughs> like just, that was kind of obvious. Just him having that conversation with him, giving us backstory on Kevin and C's past with, you know, money and Kevin and his career and all that kind of shit. Like, I knew the brother's about to come in and cause some drama. I just didn't know how until <laughs> shit started to hit the fan. And what I mean by that specifically is the moment C got Kevin alone in that, I don't know, I guess like VIP bar area at whatever um, venue they was at and the girls was back there and shit. And, you know, C was trying, oh, this is my brother, you know, I knew right then this about to be some fuck shit. You start getting Kevin drunk halfway through the (laughs) drunkenness. Kevin's like, you know, or not even halfway through. He said it from the beginning when they before they even started taking shots. Like, I'm six months sober. I'm trying to stay away from liquor. Like, leave me alone with this or whatever. Like, I will <laughs> hang out with you or whatever, but I don't want to drink. You know, they peer pressured him into drink, which that's Kevin's fault because you grown. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I know C dressed it up. Oh, we celebrating you. and You just had this amazing um, ep- uh, comedy stand up special or whatever. And like, we on a high right now because you just did so good. Like, I get it. And the movie and shit, like, I got that. But Kevin's grown. He should have, or Kid. <laughs> His name is Kid in the series. Kid is a grown man. And he should have just been able to be like, you know, no. I'm, I'm six months clean and sober and I'm trying to not go back down those pathways. My life is up. I'm doing great. Let me just, I'm going to pay. I'll pay for whatever the fuck y'all want to drink, but just don't, I don't want to do it. Like he could have just said that, but then on the flip side, I do understand that him being so adamant about being six months sober or whatever means you know he struggled with some form of addiction so it's 10 times it's hard for him to say no to stuff like that and on top of that you know what i'm saying he revealed later on in the series like you know his struggles with homelessness and how he was just using liquor to kind of cope with (laughs) the fact that his career was not going the way it was and that he was dealing with so much that a lot of people didn't know about you know behind the fame and shit like that or whatever. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? Saying no was not the easiest thing to do. But I, like I said, grown man, say no, whatever, whatever. But obviously he tricked that nigga, <laughs> got him drunk, focused on a, a fine girl or whatever. Then C starts chatting him up. And then that's when I knew, oh, yeah, you uh want to revisit the restaurant conversation or whatever. Kevin tried to have a heart to heart with him there like drunk people tend to do when they in their in their cup and liquor hitting right or whatever you tend to be a little bit more forthright with the things you want to say he was speaking to c on some real shit i didn't feel like it was disrespectful i could get why c might have took it that way just because the dynamic there the younger brother is much more successful been carrying you your entire life and you're just trying to build something for yourself so you can stop depending on this nigga so you could be your own man and stop living in his shadow. But he's sitting here telling you, like, this is what it is. I cannot continue to do things that way or whatever. Like, let's figure out something else. X, Y, and Z. 
clearly that shit wasn't sitting right with C because <laughs> once he realized, okay, the liquor in the women is not working, time for plan B, plan B turns out to be you done got too drunk, you in the bed with this dead girl, you gonna lose everything, X, Y, and Z. Hopefully, like I said, if y'all made it this far into the goddamn episode for the blurry cast, you have already seen it. So I shouldn't be telling you anything new because I'm about to rev up. <laughs> like from the moment C went in the bedroom, shook Kevin, got him up out of the bed, explained to him what happened. The girl's dead. She must OD X, Y, and Z. I knew. I was like, nigga, you did something. This is me talking to C. I'm like, nigga, you did something. Like, it was not Kevin or Kid. I'm sorry. It was not Kid. <laughs> nigga, it was you. Goddamn C. His name is Carlton, but they call him C for short. It was you, Carlton. <laughs> it was your motherfucking ass that did something to this girl. Like, I just, I just got that vibe. It was strong. It was on my neck. I sat with it. I'm like, yeah, it had to be him. There's something going on with that. Something going on with that. So, from that very moment, I had already made up in my head, it's this nigga's fault. Carlton got something going on. I don't understand, <laughs> like, how Kevin don't see this. I mean, I do. Not Kevin, kid. <laughs> I guess kid is, you know, in his fields and everything because not only did he fall off the bandwagon for being sober, you know, he got a dead girl in his bed. He freaking out. He's going to lose his career. He's not going to be able to see his kids anymore. Like, he got the people that depend on him. His friends that are, you know, his team or whatever. Everybody's depending on him to continue to be great and stay on a narrow path and all this shit. So, I get it. Mine's clouded. He's not putting two and two together. But then it's like a situation you would never expect to be in. Like if somebody came and was like, oh, you got real fucked up last night. You ended up killing somebody. That shit would freak me the fuck out, too. I wouldn't just take it at face value right away. But, you know, saying with evidence and proof, like kind of what C was given, I would kind of start to believe that shit myself and freak the fuck out. And then, you know, C pushed past all of the trying to convince him. He was like, this is what it is. We need to take care of it. And Kevin or kid, I'm sorry, kid <laughs> fell right into the goddamn trap. Now, like I said, right, <laughs> I already knew. <laughs> I knew from those very, very obvious moments <laughs> that Carlton had did some funny style shit and he got Kevin into some bullshit or whatever. My only thing is like, I know this is about money. I know this is about trying to extort him or whatever, whatever. But how was he going to do it? That's actually what kept me watching the series. I knew, you know, like I said, from the beginning, this nigga is the, the issue. Like Carlton did all of this shit. They're trying to extort him for some kind of money. But like, what's the actual full play here? Like, what what are we doing or what are they doing to get kid to give them this money? So when Ari comes along and he's like oh you know they getting rid of bodies and shit or the girl body or whatever whatever i was like he got all these people in on it like this is very elaborate so me i'm like okay i know it's carlton i just want to figure out how we're going to get there like how is this story going to continue to play out so that kid finally realizes his brother set him up over some fucking money and that is where I became endeared to the show 
or the series or whatever because honestly the first like episode or two kevin's like serious scenes them shits was making me laugh <laughs> kevin hart is a fucking comedian and he's a good one at that so seeing him in serious roles it just don't click for me but by the time we got to the end of the second episode and they started to explain the character's backstory and why I needed to take him serious instead of laughing at all of his like serious scenes or whatever. I was like, okay, Kevin's doing a good job. So we we meet um Ari, like I said, and this is what like flipped the switch for me. Cause I was not expecting Kevin to kill this nigga like that that is what's caught me off guard and was like oh okay nah I definitely gotta keep watching because I knew Ari is in on the shit too he being too fucking um <laughs> he being too jokey about the shit I was thinking the same way like bitch we just killed somebody or I just killed somebody and I'm calling you to get rid of the body why are you making jokes every 10 seconds like, I was getting hot too in that scene when Kevin meets or kid, damn, I keep saying Kevin. <laughs> when kid meets Ari for the first time, and you know they're going over the body dump and shit or whatever, I'm mad too. I'm like, is this a game? Like, <laughs> why he making all these fucking jokes? Like, this man just killed somebody. We got a body. We trying to dispose of you being <laughs> a fucking asshole with all your sarcasm and dark humor and shit. <laughs> like, I was with there. I was right there with kid. Like, does he think this a fucking game? I I was not kidding the fuck out because my emotions, my my nerves, my anxiety is too fucking high for you to be joking about this shit. Like, I called you here to remove a body, my nigga. Every other sentence don't got to be a fucking joke. I was feeling Kevin or kid. Damn, I was feeling kid right there. But then on the flip side, right, that's also how I knew this is all a big scam. Like, they really like working kid right now they really got this nigga believing he killed this girl or whatever ari's joking um and then c <laughs> being the one to dispose of the body you know going to get the little car this whole elaborate oh turn left here make it right here park by this dumpster grab this key from on the side of this trailer this is going to be a Cadillac Chrysler. Not Cadillac Chrysler. <laughs> it's going to be a Chrysler 300 in there. Pour that out. Drive to the other spot. It's going to be a van over there. Put the body in the van. Like all that shit. I was like, okay. This is, like I said, a ruse. They're trying to get Kevin's money. A kid. Uh, they're trying to get kids money. And he don't see it, obviously, because he's in it but outside looking in i'm like obviously that's what the fuck is going on like i said though what like flipped the switch for me is when ari came with the you know terms and conditions of helping kevin get rid of helping kid get rid of this body by saying you know what i'm saying we want what was it five thousand for the next uh year or something like that every month for the next year it totaled up to six million dollars and i thought kevin kid <laughs> i thought kid was gonna figure out a way to do that shit without causing any you know what i'm saying like cause for alarm or whatever but 
Instead, kill the kid decides to kill this nigga. And <laughs> for me, I'm in it, right? I'm like, yeah, I would have done the same thing. Like, you're not about to take six million of my hard-earned dollars, bro. The moment I request that kind of money, like um Todd said, the moment where whoever that kind was on the phone. The moment you request to have that kind of money transferred or whatever, the IRS is going to ask you, what the fuck are you doing and why? Like, you have to figure this out. But then when Ari came back and was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to be on the restaurant with your brother. We can run it through there, whatever. Boom, that's your X, Y, and Z. I was like, this is a fucking scam. Because why would Ari be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on the restaurant or whatever. And this is how we and your brother Carlton can hide all of this fucked up shit that we got going on. I'm like, so you mean to tell me y'all going to co-own the restaurant? Your brother Carlton is going to co-own the restaurant with this nigga Ari. And then you're going to give them $500,000. I could be wrong on that, but I, I believe it was $500,000. It might have been $600,000. Let me let me do the math. It was five hundred. Yes, because five times 12 is 60. I'm smart, <laughs> you know, carry a couple O's, some zeros and shit, six million, <laughs> six million. I'm like, oh, OK, um, Kevin or kid, you're not seeing what's happening right now. Like, why would you do that? You're going to pay five hundred thousand dollars for the next year to a restaurant at your brother and this nigga who helped y'all bury a dead girl's body is going to co-own together. It just, it don't make sense. And on top of that, as soon as your brother got you drunk enough, he was pitching that shit to you again. Like, oh, you can give me X amount of dollars for the restaurant. Da, 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 we can get it back up and running. Like, it was just feeling like a fucking setup. And, of course, it was. It was just the journey. <laughs> because what came next after Ari gave him that six million dollar price tag kevin took that phone charger that that racist white man gave him on the plane and he choked the shit out of this nigga literally choked this man to death with <laughs> an iphone charger and for me i was like okay now we really in it because this man is dead for real we never saw the body or anything like that when it came to the girl that's how i knew her ass was still alive and this was a fucking ruse but this person for real is dead sees look on his face when he walked back into cat kids hotel room and saw Ari laid out dead on the floor talking about what the fuck did you do i knew he was in on it too like i had been thinking motherfucking carlton on some extortion shit and i went too far though because he didn't think his brother would take that kind of turn in this kind of situation but it's literally life or death for kevin or kid god damn it for a kid <laughs> it's literally life or death and then on top of that we see briefly in these few moments where kid gets time to himself where he was like motherfuckers always want to take from me like he got some kind of ptsd from people taking advantage of him and taking from him and, and not pouring back in so I could see why his brother didn't expect Kevin to be like, I'm finna kill this nigga because I decided I did not want to pay no motherfucking six million dollars to this nigga. I can understand that, but I don't think C 
had known how badly his actions and the actions of other people who have been taken from Kevin at, or kid <laughs> had been weighing on him all this time. Then, you know what I'm saying? It is Carlton and Kevin kid. <laughs> it is Carlton and kid against the world, quote unquote. So now he's like, Oh, let's get rid of this body. Once we get rid of this body, everything should be fine. Um, Ari's brother started coming to look for him. Uh, Gene comes across, which is one of Kevin's like super fans. He comes across, you know, Kevin and <laughs> I'm, I'm just not going to stop saying Kevin. He comes across kid and Carlton, you know, dumping the body and shit or whatever, whatever. So as the story was playing out, I'm like, oh, this shit getting better and better. So now we got Ari dead. They've dumped Ari. And then. Gene comes around. Kid is playing this like, oh yeah, no, you're gonna be on on the team behind the scenes. Gene, you one of my best friends. And trying to get the boy to delete the video, you know, he ends up doing it. But then, see, bitch ass, and I hate to say that because I like Wesley Snipes as a, a person, and he was acting his ass off in this uh, series as well. Good performances from Kevin Hart as Kid. And motherfucking Wesley Snipes as C, as well as Tony Newsom that played Billy, William Catlett that plays Herschel. Like, all of those performances were fucking great. Paul Adelstein or Adelstein, we had this conversation already, <laughs> that played Todd. He was doing good as well. Like, everybody that we got a solid amount of uh, camera time from, like, they did good acting wise and that's part of the reason why i was able to stick with the story because around i want to say episode four i was like all in i'm like i know carlton got something to do with it. i just want to see how this shit gonna play out this is this is good you know what i'm saying like kevin is kid is fucking freaking out he losing his mind like he having really rough days he's snapping on billy talking crazy to herschel nor herschel will beat his ass <laughs> like Talking crazy to Todd, knowing Todd is looking out for the best interests of him and his career. Like Kevin Kid was going through it, and I felt that that shit was real. I'm like, bro, imagine you think you kill somebody, or you have such a strong connection to the death of somebody because he didn't kill that girl. That was never like, oh, a thing like, oh, you killed this girl. It was like a dead body is next to you in your bed. So they're going to assume you did it. So I understood that. Like, imagine waking up next to a dead body. You don't know what the fuck happened or whatever. Instead of calling the police, you decided to get rid of the body. The person you asked to help you get rid of the body tried to extort you for a crazy amount of money. So you kill him. Now you got two bodies on your hand. Then you get rid of <laughs> the, the other body. So now the girl is gone and now Arya is gone, but then his brothers are looking for him. And then one of your biggest fans who is low key on some stalker shit don't followed you and got video you dumping the body. So now you got to convince him like, listen, I need that to be gone. It's, you know, <laughs> very, very, very important that that video never sees the light of day that nobody other than me and you see this fucking video i need it gone or whatever so then you get him involved but then your brother is still doing some shady shit on the side so he ends up trying to solve 
the Ari situation by saying the fan is the one that killed the brother and then these people come kill him and then they find out your ass was lying <laughs> and then Kevin kid finds out you lying because the girl that you claim was a dead body in his bed she walking around blowing you up like nigga stop ignoring me because y'all fucking on the low and it's bruh it was a lie this whole story turned out to be just like the little graphic or whatever that they was showing before every episode it's a big ass maze and we just needed to get from this is what happened to how is kid gonna figure out this is all an extortion plot he figured it out though and the final episode was like oh okay like i was really by the, by the time we got to episode seven, I was like engaged. I'm like, how is this going to go down? Because now kid knows what the fuck is going on. How is this going to go down? I did not see. <laughs> I did not see kid killing his brother as the final like play. But when he did, I was not tripping. I was like, hey, <laughs> niggas die every day. Be <laughs> like he had to go. He had to go. Like he was really, and it's crazy to say that because I was just started this episode saying like, how could you do this to your brother? You're gonna start your brother with some money and shit. I mean, carrying your whole life, and then kid had to turn around and kill his own brother. But that's justified to me because imagine, right? Imagine if somebody did this to you. Imagine somebody made you believe. That you had something to do with the death of somebody. And then you ended up killing somebody behind that. Getting other people wrapped up in it. Trying to get, <laughs> handle the situation yourself. Instead of going to the authorities. Like that's a lot of fucking pressure. A lot of pressure over some fucking money. Like nah. If you would do that to me. Your brother. Over some fucking money. And a restaurant that you're going to run into the ground anyway, because it ha if it hasn't been successful up until now, then what the fuck? Like, I would definitely, okay, I got to put some hot ones in your ass. I cannot have you coming back around my life ever again. I'm going to get away with all this shit that I did on behalf of you fucking with my head and making me think that I did something. I did it. And this is going to be the end of it. So... <laughs> As far as the ending is concerned, I was definitely on kid's side. I was like, yeah, I would have did the same thing. I would have killed that nigga. Like, he got to go. He got to go. You really put me in this kind of danger with not only street niggas, but the motherfucking law. I'm about to be a billion dollar person. <laughs> you couldn't think of no other way to steal money from me than to make me believe i killed somebody then i actually do kill somebody trying to protect myself no nah, bro dead body like when, when kevin said you a dead man walking i'm like okay so see is gonna die i just need to know how because he fucking deserve it and now that i'm thinking about it i'm really really glad that it was kevin the one that pulled the trigger and not you know, one of these other folks that was in the mix trying to understand what was happening i'm glad kevin assessed the situation killed that nigga found a way to get away from it so it doesn't look like he was at fault for the death of his brother and go on to have a happy ending as he said 
but yeah definitely a good watch um like i said or like i keep saying <laughs> i knew it <laughs> all along i knew it was this fucking c um i just really enjoyed the journey from episode one all the way to episode seven and kevin finding out like oh this is my brother's bitch ass attempt to steal money from me and he got me into some deep ass shit so he gotta go like i enjoyed the watch i enjoyed watching kid you know what i'm saying lose his shit and try to like reel himself back in every time he got like a second of positivity and good news like just breathe and be like okay i need to apologize to these people for being an asshole because i couldn't tell them why and speaking of that i'm glad that when it was all said and done kevin actually kid actually sat down with todd and herschel and billy and you know his team whatever his core folk and told him everything that was going on exactly what was happening and they was able to just understand and be like, okay, we still rocking with you. We moving forward because that was some bullshit. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> I enjoyed the series. Um, if you find me somewhere on social media, uh, it's at B-R-I-A-N-S-A-P-P-H on Twitter and Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Let me know how you felt about it. Like, let's talk about it because something like this has never quite been seen we've seen extortion stories before like that's part of the reason <laughs> i was able to pick up on what the fuck was happening so quickly and seen plenty of movies and tv shows where somebody in the family is exploiting the rich person in the family for money in a very fucked up way it was just dope seeing it through this lens because obviously kid is like a mirror image of kevin you know his entire life and you know his success his family structure his career path like kid was really playing or kevin see now nah, fucking kevin was really playing himself this entire series and it, they just uh created you know a fictional story around it that might not be too fictional i know i was definitely googling like okay is Kevin trying to say he killed somebody? Like, it's true story, a true story. <laughs> Turns out, no, it's not. Well, from what I found on the internet, I don't, really don't know. Because cause Kid got away with it <laughs> in the series. So maybe Kevin did too. But um, yeah, it turns out that, well, from what I could find, it was a fictional story or whatever. But it was just dope seeing that kind of, you know, perspective of black comedian going through this this big old extortion that turns into a murder mystery kind of or not necessarily a murder mystery but like <laughs> a big old thriller <laughs> i don't know it was dope though dope to me anyway <laughs> like i said i enjoyed the acting performances um besides you know c being <laughs> the reason behind the extortion ex uh, attempt i also enjoyed the plot it was very entertaining kept me engaged i was really really trying to figure out like okay i know who did it how are we gonna get there how's kid gonna get to the revelation that i already had <laughs> it was interesting watching that i would recommend to people 
I don't really got to recommend to y'all because if you made it this far, then I'm assuming you saw the shit. So you had to like if you made it this far. But um, yeah, social medias. I gave the handle out already. Hit me up. Tell me what you think. I'm out. <laughs>